So the book is unscripted. Ernie Johnson Jr. is the author. It's a fabulous book. Now he talks about the Blackberry moments. And so we think of what are the Blackberry moments. Uh, read the book, you'll be surprised what he talks about. There you go. <laughs> Welcome to episode four of the Executive Book Review Podcast. Today we're going to review Unscripted by Ernie Johnson Jr. It's a heartfelt and gripping autobiography by this three-time Sports Emmy Award-winning announcer of the popular TNT's Inside the NBA. He takes a remarkably candid look at his life, both on and off the screen. And we share a few unscripted moments from our lives. So join us as we discuss the power when you get present to being in these unscripted moments in life. Our hosts today are Marisa Ortiz, Peter Broiler, Mark Wittig, Judy Zimmerman, and myself, Malcolm Kuhn. Today's episode is brought to you by My Education Solutions. Did you know 33 million people qualify for student loan forgiveness, but only a handful are aware it exists? My Education Solutions, located in San Antonio, Texas, is the leading national expert in student loan forgiveness. As a consumer advocacy organization, we provide financial wellness education, resources, and a free calculator that shows you how much forgiveness you are legally entitled to up front. It's our job to help people make more informed decisions to reduce their student loan debt in the fastest and least expensive way possible. We have saved our clients more than $150 million and cut their repayment periods in half. Visit our website at mydusolutions.com or give us a call at 800-618-1170. My Education Solutions, your student loan forgiveness experts. She went over... She saw this thing on TV that moved her. And where, what country was it? Romania. And then the lady there who had the had the kids said, any, any kids, but not this one. This one's damaged. Yeah, kind of just pass him up. He's no good. He, won't, he hasn't talked. He was a year, uh, three years old. Um, hasn't talked. Um, won't walk. And probably won't develop a relationship with anybody. Don't take him. He's no good. And his wife, Ernie Johnson Jr.'s wife, broke down in tears, called him up. And, of course, he's however many miles across continents, <laughs> could feel it in her voice. And his response, bring him home. So that's their unscripted moment, uh, taking a child, giving him a second chance, and what a second chance he got. So here's a guy who uh, plans all his presentations on TV. He's very meticulous. But probably the boldest thing he did was just by the hearing the tone of his wife. Absolutely, he made a he made an extremely bold decision. And you think about that in life too. It's it's listening and really hearing. It's not necessarily talking. And I think that's important for all of us to be reminded that you really to hear is a powerful part of communication in our daily lives. <laughs> and then that decision had many ripples. Very many ripples throughout the book, and I don't know, can I talk first about the Blackberry moment? Yeah. Why is it even a Blackberry moment? Where did that name come so, from? So, I love that. That story is great. So, junior, our little league baseball player, and he's an outfielder, and a guy hits a slugger of a hit, and it bounces infield and goes out of bounds, and a two-run um, two hit, and so they were tied, so the coach gets out to the pitcher at, center, or at the mound, pitcher's mound, and says, okay, kids, we got to, you know, do better, and we got to stop this because we're now tied up. We were two runs ahead, and okay, let's break. Let's go, and we're the two outfielders. Well, they're out retrieving the baseball, 
And lo and behold, they come upon a big blackberry bramble and they're picking blackberries. <laughs> it's like, okay, let's get back to the game. But they talk about, so his dad, who's in the stands, is talking about that being a blackberry moment. The kids could care less about the baseball game. They were awed and they had to dig through the, the splinters and the thorns, but they were finding beautiful blackberries. And so they were, they were picking blackberries. And so that's the basis of his book, is talking about just blackberry moments in life. And if we're too rushed and too focused on just one thing, we're going to miss out on so many other opportunities. So the blackberry moment comes when you least expect. The unscripted. And again, for him, he's a broadcaster. He's usually with a very much a planned script in front of him and preparing and getting everything in perfect order. But yet it's those unscripted moments, the unexpected, that really can bring true meaning to our lives. So that's a neat part of the story. So, so the ripple effect, um, that part is really, Michael was a, a huge part of their family then. So, and it's amazing how... You know, in his whole story, he's just hoping, what if he can connect with one other family who's going through some challenges? Maybe there's a family who's going through a tough relationship with a father or son, or maybe there's a family who's going through a diagnosis of cancer, or another family who's going through some challenges that they've had and they don't know how to deal with them. So they thought, what if our stories can bring them hope? And I think everyone's got a story for someone to help shine some hope to someone else. We all have stories. Uh, so his story and how he brought in Michael, and they did, their whole family. So it completely changed their family. And I'm not sure, he doesn't know for sure who was a greater rewarded from that. I think he and his wife and his whole family were more blessed because of Michael. Certainly Michael was very blessed and very grateful to have had a second chance of someone who was told he was no good. Um, and their, their care. So Ernie Johnson Jr. realized that this is the true... Uh, servanthood and you wake up every morning to serve and sure enough he was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis the son and he is 26 years old now has been in a wheelchair still talks um, and had walked before his muscular uh, degeneration but has been a blessing to them ever since and he has probably taught more people about the effort of hard work so so now that we're in the NBA playoffs, what does Steve Kerr and the Spurs have to do? With I program? love that story. Of course, being San Antonio, uh, San Antonio Spurs fan, so that's part of the story uh, that he was broadcasting the uh, final uh, NBA championship, and it was the San Antonio Spurs and the Dallas Mavericks, and so they were against each other, and so he was concerned the if it had gone to a seven-game series. He would be in San Antonio broadcasting the seventh game. That day, that same day, was the day that his oldest son, Eric, was going to graduate from high school. And so he had to make a decision. He had never missed one of those games to broadcast. And he had a really hard conversation. This is what it comes down to. What is that happy balance between work and family, life-work balance? And he said, I, I've made up my mind when he talked to his wife said, I'm staying home to be there for my son. He said, I'm a father first, and I'm a sportscaster second. Well, it ended up that Steve Kerr, in the sixth game in Dallas, came to uh, the highlight, and he talks about that game just came alive. The Spurs were behind in the third quarter, and he thought, yep, it's going to a seventh game. 
And Steve Kerr hit 13 points, did not, 12 or 13 points, did not miss a single shot, and those Spurs won game six in Dallas. <laughs> so it's a great story. <laughs> so yes, he didn't have to miss either one, but he definitely was somewhat relieved that he wouldn't have to miss that final game of the season that they were broadcasting, and he was in plenty of time home to be there for his son. So... So being unscripted doesn't mean not planning. No, some of it is planning. It can be. You're right. Yeah. I don't know. I I love the book, too, because in our business, I think all of us in different situations, wherever we are in our work, um, you think about, you know, people who will shut the door. They just need that focus time. They just need to do their time. But what if there is someone who needs you that you can be of benefit at that moment at that time? And just the other day, I had an employee come into my office, and I was busy with my things to do, kind of focusing and heads down, and got a knock on the door, and he came in, and it's one of our uh, senior staff, and asked if I had a moment. And I could tell by the look on his face that something was up, and I said, sure. Turned around, and he sat down, and he just started breaking down crying. He had just gotten a phone call (laughs) from his uh, older brother. His younger brother had passed away. Needed someone to talk to. That's so, an unscripted moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So I was thinking about Ernie when they got a call from his wife. If he hadn't been totally present to her, to the tone, to the inflection, he would have missed uh, something very powerful. I absolutely, and that son was, I mean, he, he looks back on it, and he knows that someone bigger than him had that planned. <laughs> I mean, why was it that they took this son to be a part of their family? They planned for a one-year-old girl. <laughs> That's who they thought they would take, and it was a three-year-old boy. No good. Don't look at him. So, but his, what he, what Michael brought to his family, he said, is, is blessings beyond measure. And so he was definitely being called to take on that. And he and his wife knew right away. They didn't even have to think. They just responded okay. And I think that's great for us to be that convicted in a response saying, bring him home. You know, we aren't going to worry about things. Just do it. And then the other things will follow. And I think that's very hard for some people. A lot of us to do is just say, yes, just bring him home. So So bouncing back to your office situation. What was it that led you to reach out? Uh, To the employee? I did not reach out. They came to me and I think they just needed somebody at that moment. And it it was just off the phone call. They had just hung up with his brother. And so to be able to be that for somebody (laughs) when they desperately just need, I did not need, I did not have words to say but I was present with them at that moment. And I think that's the key. It's that unscripted, just being there. You don't have to do anything or say anything. It's just being there to truly hear. So Ernie was there on his phone, truly hearing the depth of his wife from so far away. When your employee came, you uh, your instincts were not to have him come back at a time that you were free on your calendar. Absolutely not. No, I, I knew right away that it needed to be then and it needed to be right then. Yeah. 
And it was, yeah, it was definitely an unscripted, very recent unscripted moment for me. And it's a good reminder just being available. And what if that helped him just get through the drive home? Uh, that's all I can hope for. <laughs> so, well, since you recommend this book. I do. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I do. I do. And this book was recommended to me by a future son-in-law of mine. And I just love the books that he recommends to me because they're, they're very, very good. <laughs> How to be a better person. Don't we all want that? <laughs> I know I do. Yeah. Do you want to share just briefly what your... Uh, uh, the unscripted moment with your son at AM that you shared when I, you presented? I will, but I might cry again. <laughs> <laughs> so the unscripted moment of Texas A&M, my son, senior at Texas A&M, wanted to run for student body president, actually, for next year. So thought, wow, that's quite an achievement. Um, yeah, go for it. So uh, he went through the process, and it was a beautiful process just to sit back and watch as a parent. And so you talk, in the unscripted, he talks about that father-son relationship and uh, it was an evening after a book review that we were heading up to College Station because they were going to have the voting and the announcement on it. So we gathered together and Michael had his friends surrounding him and it was a very nerve-wracking um, time uh, just to wait and patiently wait. And uh, we got the announcement and Michael did not win. And uh, he was uh, surrounded by probably a circle deep, 10 uh, rows deep of a circle of his friends just loving on him <laughs> and to see that was an unscripted moment <laughs> to be able to witness that sense of community and the other part was just to see the father uh, my husband who is a very disciplinary strong father uh, and is gifted in ways but to see the relationship of the father's pride over his son for just getting out there and exposing himself and trying was just priceless so that was one of the unscripted moments, right. yes. So that was a great, great part. <laughs> and there's your heads up image. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank so, you very much, too. It's awesome. The Executive Book Review Podcast is a production of the Executive Book Review. For more information, visit executivebookreview.com. The podcast was recorded at the My Education Solutions Studio, and our theme music is by Kevin McLeod and used under the Creative Commons license.